0: Gentlemen, this is Democracy Manifest.
1: I think I think we can all agree. Come on, man. <laughs> 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 it's our it's our 2020 election preview episode. Yeah.
0: This is an NBC
1: News special report. Go! Apparently the election's happening. Uh, more, more to come.
2: <laughs> yeah, we're one thing's we're for sure: uh, the
1: election will definitely end on uh, uh, a Tuesday, and uh, it won't persist with questionable results be, for like a month. It'll be good to
2: know. Yeah. You know what I mean? It'll be good. We'll finally know. We'll fi- I gotta tighten my mic. Sorry, <clears throat> my mic's getting too loose because I'm getting too excited here.
1: Yeah. Um, just getting super hype for uh the election, you know. I'm just it's well, I'm most, I'm really of a hyped
2: To talk about gussets. 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 Gussets are in the news lately, I feel like. I feel like I've I've seen more about gussets now than I ever have in any other. We're coming out
1: we're a pro gusset podcast. Um
2: We are coming out as a pro gusset podcast. Yeah. If uh if that costs us listeners, so be it. So you're care. you're
1: certainly familiar with jeans, the uh, common article of 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 uh, uh, lower body clothing. Um, Correct. Which, I
2: do not myself wear jeaned pants, mm. but I am aware of them and I have worn them. I have donned them upon myself.
1: So so past. I wear jeans a lot, and I quite enjoy them because mm. they're very comfortable. But a crucial flaw of jeans, I would say, is that around the uh, the lower regions, the the crotchal regions, they can be somewhat tight. Um, mm. And so what I've done is I've purchased a pair of jeans. I've actually had them since last winter, but they're like lined jeans. So I don't wear them in the summer. But they, they have a gusset in that area, which uh, reshapes the whole thing and makes it much more comfortable. And I think that this technology should be more widely adopted across the denim industry.
2: Now, what, what is a gusset? A gusset is a piece of material sewn into a garment to strengthen or in a part of it, such as a collar of a shirt or the crotch of an oh I got to hit more of an undergarment a bracket <laughs> strengthening an angle of a structure
1: right so instead of right. like two pieces of fabric coming together at a sort of v shape you can imagine you add a gusset and it makes it more of a u shape in the case and of usually pants usually
2: gusset in, entails a reinforced stitching you know what yeah, that's right. that's the sign of a gusset mm-hmm. <laughs> sign of a gusset
1: yeah <laughs> And I will um, tell you, those jeans have reinforced stitching because they've got the, the stitches down the legs are like three stitches wide. It's it's kind of nuts.
2: Well, they're, it's nuts for you. Littor- nuts, they're literally you know? fancy pants. They're fancy pants yeah. and they're going to last. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You're not going to rip the crotch out of those. For you. Yeah. <laughs> I have a pill. Well, the thing is, you were talking about your pants and I was like, Andrew, I just got a pillow that's gusseted
1: a gut hmm okay so now how does this is that like the so, end of it is gusseted then or
2: so so yeah instead of the seam like mm-hmm. it, picture two rectangles being the fabric right. and then you stick the rectangles together and along the edge you s- you sew yeah, a seam you, you have, have this sort, the 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 sort of sort of
1: untrimmed cigar cigar body shape kind of thing
2: but instead of that it's it's like there's a whole other strip of material going in a square. Mm. Uh so that the pillow is more like cuboid shaped right. than like a cigar shaped. If that does that make sense? Yeah. And we Google love gusseted pillow. Yeah. So I got a gusseted pillow because um I have a problem with what it whichever pillow on my bed is like closest to me, since I like move around a lot. Mm-hmm. Um it it deforms, especially since everything is memory foam now, mm, mm-hmm. and the, the memory of the foam is like too strong. Right. Um, yeah. And so my, my pillows always end up like warping in weird shapes, mm. um, and then it hurts my back, so I have to get a new one. So I, I saw this gusseted pillow, and I said, well, by golly, I'll give it a shot. Right. And you know what?
1: Yeah.
2: It's been pretty great.
1: We love it. We love it. Yeah. It's good. I think everything I like should be
2: gusseted. The real I, question is why are they not gusseting? What are they trying to hide from you? What are they tr- why are they ripping you off?
1: It's a good question and we'll have to we'll have to investigate more and get to the bottom of it.
2: Gusseting should be the the baseline.
1: Yeah. Everything should have Expect a gusset. Better. Yeah.
2: Every every a gusset in every in every <laughs> a pot. I don't know.
1: <laughs> uh, Did, you got <laughs> another idea? Yeah. <laughs> Oh dear. Anyhow. Uh um, moving on. My my idea, I don't know, this just came to me, I guess, yesterday, I think. Um We need a new kind of bean. Have you noticed hmm. this? There's it's twenty twenty. We haven't had any new kinds of beans lately. <laughs> I
2: <haven't noticed> this. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Andrew. Have, have I'm you the noticed one... that
1: the bean space has been kind of stale lately?
2: My half my bookshelf is seed catalogs
1: and mm, mm-hmm. you think i don't notice we need a new kind of bean we need a new kind of bean you know i'm looking for someone to disrupt the bean space
2: i think i do have a new kind of bean for Cause you
1: because this is the thing i mean you've got like you know you've got like great northern uh kidney pinto even like cocoa beans you know um but uh-huh. like where's the we need a new and exciting kind of bean to catch on you know I'm How sick of about these old tepary
2: bean. A tepary, have you ever
1: had a tepary bean? No, I don't know what that is.
2: They're high in protein and Te- they they grow in the desert. Tepary um, beans. Yeah. They're just they're like oh, they this are is they're literally a new a new kind of bean. Uh See, but it's this has been grown seeds. there by
1: native people since pre-Columbian times. So that's not a new kind of bean.
2: Well, there's I mean <laughs> Okay. You want a GMO bean? Because if that's the position, then I think I'm gonna have to step away.
1: <laughs> yeah. I'm <laughs> but look at I this am, I'm politely asking Monsanto to develop a new kind of bean. <laughs>
2: look at the wild teppery bean. Like like this what San if, Pedro what if, wild teppery looks, like looks like a it's like a raisin.
1: What if it was corn, but instead of kernels it was beans?
2: A a bean cob.
1: Yeah, right. Exactly. And then you can just sort of munch it like you would corn, but it has the consistency of like a, you know, like a good refried bean.
2: Well, it's a, so what if it's a corn, it's corn, but it's got beans in it, but then the tassels are, are small, um, squash. So you've got three sisters right there on Mm -hmm. one plant.
1: Now I am I'm on the bean three and one I'm on the page for for the Wikipedia page for beans, and I've learned that there is a ki- type of bean called the pea bean um and I just want to say that that is uh no those are two separate things you can't you can't call peas beans or beans peas those are that's not I reject that
2: that's uh, like pea bean that's
1: just deliberately confusing knock it off
2: hardcott verts is is a pea mm-hmm. what oh Green beans. Know, maybe
1: we should just convert some peas into beans.
2: Yeah, give them some time some time to be beans for a well, while. Well, and the
1: other thing is green beans. Like, are they truly beans? Like, we need to get to the bottom of this.
2: Green beans are beans.
1: Really? There's they don't beans appear inside bean of them, like. but you, you oh, eat the whole pod. Mm, okay. So, why yeah. don't we do that with other beans?
2: And a, sh- a sugar snap pea mm-hmm. is more like a green bean than it is like a pea.
1: See the okay. So the what we pod. need to do here is achieve some sort of some sort of convergence, some sort of Ray Kurzweilian type convergence, singularity of beans and peas. We'll call yeah. them we'll call them peens.
2: We could just call them legumes because that's actually what they are. Mm. Um, <laughs> leg, speaking of leg, Ray Kurzweil, <laughs> leg, leg, le, uh, this is like another you know like I, we talked about. Stop saying ferment mm-hmm. when you mean foment. Another big pet peeve of mine is people who call them legumes, legumes. instead of
1: legumes. A legume? I like a legume.
2: <laughs> if you're an Italian chef, you can say a legume.
1: I like a big bowl but of snap any, peas.
2: Anybody else? You have to say legumes. Yeah. Okay. You sound just, like a just big over here dummy. making
1: making pasta out or making pesto out of pea wet. <laughs>
2: Smack barn, pee wet, smack barn, pee wet. It just runs through my head constantly yeah. now. What is
0: uh, the charge? Eating a meal? A succulent Chinese
1: meal? Uh, let me be clear. If you like your <laughs> smack barn, you can pee wet. <laughs> you you sent that to me apropos of nothing. You you did the little iMessage voice recording, and it was a delightful present when I received Sometimes
2: it. Sometimes I just send uh, a voice recording. Uh, let me
1: be clear. A uh, succulent Chinese meal?
2: Um, Speaking of succulent Chinese meal, the McDonald's McRib is returning. Uh,
1: Let me be clear. If you like your McRib, you can keep it. We're bringing it back. This is truly how we make America great again, is we we bring back the McRib for the first time nationally since 2012. Surprising to me that they haven't had it since 2012. I guess nationally. I've... See, this is what's weird is
2: I feel like I've seen it every year. Like where I live, it comes out a certain time of year. Every that year. may
1: be the case. Um, I always had my understanding was that the McRib is is sort of introduced, um, you know, transiently because it's sort of when they can get pork for cheap. So pork has to be, um, you know, sort of we need to have a surplus of pork. Remember
2: right. when all those pigs were dying of like some yeah. disease? Mm-hmm. They had like a mass die off. I remember all of a sudden McRibs were back and yeah. everyone was like, oh, sweet McRibs. Are back. And they were like two for a dollar or something like that. Right. And everyone was like, let's go eat the McRibs. I'm like, um. <laughs> in fact, yes. I'm
1: I'm I'm looking here on, on the Wikipedia article for McRib and it says um, all five of the U.S. McRib offerings between 2005 and 2011 occurred during low points in the price of bulk pork uh mcdonald's of course denies this and says that it is simply their desire to provide a varied menu throughout the year but they would say that wouldn't they (laughs) wouldn't they
2: (laughs) no we just want to delight our customers yeah we're not we're not
1: just like uh you know buying pork on you know the cheap consignment pork (laughs) (laughs) but uh yeah i guess you know there's a lot of pork right now um and so we all get McRibs. I think you know maybe this is the sort of society that we're in. Is instead of everyone receiving a universal basic bowl, or like a laptop meal, instead mm-hmm. you will receive a universal meal, but it will be a McRib, unfortunately. That's all we can. Did that's did the sort we of
2: talk about the laptop meals.
1: We didn't, but we we definitely should. Is that in our is that in our notes? That should be in our notes the laptop is meal that in the is sh-
2: is that in the show we we recorded and then it <laughs> it might have been it we might didn't
1: have, been. have it either way i think it's worth covering again which is the the yeah we've we've talked about the uh, the famous bowl um but of course in the early 2000s kfc had the laptop meal which was their kids meal um with some and truly was, astonishing aesthetics and and it was and, and uh and, and like uh food items that you could get um, yeah I got to go look up uh, the Google images now. KFC laptop uh, meal uh uh co-branded Grab Garfield Gets Real on DVD November 20 349 for a meal. Uh, you can get popcorn chicken, you can get a single drumstick or you can get some a uh, chicken strip. Uh choose your side includes Teddy Grams, Tropicana juice uh and some sort of toy thing. I'm not sure that I would want to have Teddy Grams with KFC chicken but
2: This is essentially, like, remember that, like, kids meal, um, microwave TV dinner thing? Yeah, yeah, kid cuisine, yeah. Kid cuisine, oh my
1: gosh. Kid cuisine.
2: I I was a maniac for kid cuisine. Mm Mm-hmm. That was like the biggest treat. We love it. I love
1: the brownie because the brownie would be like, um, you know, like the temperature of lava on the outside and still frozen solid on the inside.
2: It was like a mug cake thing. It's like I mean, it was
1: so the temperature gradient between the inside and the outside of the brownie was so high that you could generate power from it. That's that's how much gradient and energy there was. It
2: really was a land of contrasts, and it was. It was a delight for your mouth to experience not only different textures and sweet and salty, you know, you mm-hmm. also had the hot and cold.
1: Now it was I'm, brilliant. I'm, I'm looking here at a KFC laptop meal. Win a trip to Las Vegas. Not sure that you should be <laughs> yeah, taking your kid to Las I Vegas. Um, this one includes two <laughs> chicken strips, um, mashed potatoes and gravy, uh, Mott's applesauce, and a fruit by the foot.
2: Wow. Yeah.
1: Wow. That's and, and uh that's di- the diabetes meal. Then there's one here, um, laptop meal Taz attacks. It has uh the popcorn chicken, uh mashed potatoes and gravy, Cheetos, and a Chewy Bar, uh granola bar s'mores flavor. This is I'm not sure what they were doing here. It seems like, you know, because because KFC is owned by like PepsiCo, which also owns like Frito-Lay and all this stuff that they were just tossing it in because like that's all the like this one. That's the laptop meal with the Tropicana juice like that's a PepsiCo product. Teddy Grahams is an Nabisco, which is a PepsiCo product. Maybe they were just clearing stock of like food that they had in the back. (laughs) Maybe. know. Um, also, also a picture here of a laptop meal with the saddest looking green beans I've ever seen. They, they're not green. They're just gray. You know,
2: the KFC green beans are very bad.
1: Now it does appear that they sort of revived this sort of concept. Although I think the laptop concept was superior, but now they have the little bucket kids meal, which comes with bucket. Comes with, uh, in this case, it looks like this is a single uh, grilled drumstick, which is not what you get at KFC. That's Ew. not what you go to KFC Ugh. for. Um, terrible green beans, a Capri Sun Roarin Waters tropical fruit flavor, and then one of these okay. like apple sauce squeeze things. They don't put it in a cup anymore. They put it in like a retort pouch with a gusset. Mm. <laughs> there's actually you know what i i endorse this little bucket meal because there's actually two items in here that have a gusset the Capri on and the go go squeeze applesauce so that's you know what, maybe that's maybe that's saying. okay maybe that's okay the Good gusset job, the gusset allows the pouch food delivery system to stand up on its own and we love it <clears throat> the, we, we love, love it. it anyway um, uh beams. last we item a new of kind stuff of
2: here We, 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 we <laughs> need a new beam? kind of
1: bean we need mcribs I'm. What I'm um, suggesting is we put McRibs in the laptop meal with the new bean.
2: If you if you if you eat all this stuff in one sitting, you're gonna need a chair.
1: You will need a chair. Um, you will need a chair. And speaking of chairs, chairs. Uh, so my chair saga. Um, I didn't realize would be quite a saga, but um, you know, I acquired. I so so first I acquired a used Air on for my purposes, for my work at home purposes. Um, it was quite old, the back proceeded to unravel. so I tossed it and I purchased a different chair, um, which I then did not like because it felt very flimsy. Um, so i've I've delivered that chair unto my father, who seems to be enjoying it. In the meantime, um, my company has finally got its act together and arranged some special discounts with the office furniture companies. So I am ab- I was able to obtain a brand new Aeron, which are quite expensive Ooh. for like half off. And so I've purchased one, and I pick it up on Monday. Oh, it's nice! You don't have exciting. it yet. I don't have it yet. No. Well, th- buying a new chair, they have to manufacture it and all that. So.
2: Yeah, are you going to look like a space captain? Is that? Because. No, I I'm just like going to look like any are... sort of
1: uh, uh, douchebag San Francisco tech worker. That's the that's okay. the chair in question.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You okay, know the I'm, chair. I'm looking up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That chair. Yeah. I do know that chair. But
1: here's the thing. The reason that I opted for this chair is because my previous chair I did not like. It felt flimsy, and it was it had a lot of parts that sort of jiggled around in an unsettling way uh, oh. for how expensive it was. Um, and then I was like, well, I should get a different chair. And it's like, what kind of chair should I get? And the answer is I get the chair that I know I like, which is the Aeron, because that's what I sat on at work before, you know, the COVID times. And it's a fine chair. Yeah. It it works yeah. just fine, and the, I, then I then I was able to get quite wheel. a good deal on. Of course, after I purchased that chair new, and the order was already in, then my corporation was like, "Oh, by the way, we're liquidating some of our aeron's, and you can buy them for like fifty bucks. But you might get one that's a year old, or you might get one that's twenty five years old, and we won't tell you until. It, so you just gotta buy it and. You, you could know, get,
2: you could end up getting a stinky chair. Right, you know? exactly. And I was like, you, you know what? It's,
1: chair. it's, it's fine. I'll just uh, nobody I, I wants, wants a to new pay chair. fifty dollars for a stinky. The new chair. chair. This is the thing about office chairs. Is this new yes. office chair? Yes. This new Herman Miller Aeron has a twelve-year warranty, which is a warranty wow. four times the length of my car's warranty.
2: You know, I watched a, I was watching a gardening video one time and like this guy was showing his truck Mm -hmm. and he's like an old gardener, you know, and his truck was like, uh, from like the fifties and he said every, you know, he inherited it and, you know, back in the sixties or something. And he said that everything he bought with his truck, he bought with a lifetime warranty. Mm. And now it's been like now they'd be like lifetime asterisk.
1: And then at the bottom, it says lifetime equal to six months or something.
2: But basically now he never buys anything to replace in his truck. Every time something breaks, he can repair it because it's like a simple old truck. Right.
1: Right. And he gets the part for free. (laughs) Mm. Yeah. So I was like, wow, that's a pretty good, you know, it's it, it. They truly don't make things like they used to, except apparently for office chairs
2: it's stuff like that that I think of when like when boomers are like well how come you can't just do this how come you can't make it it's like right yeah well when
1: I was your age I bought a house with four thousand dollars it's like thank thank you
2: and I bought a car with a lifetime warranty
1: for five nickels yeah What? why are you kids got to buy new phones every year (laughs) oh Uh, just tell them the battery runs out of juice the juice evaporates out of the battery in a year
2: (laughs) the juice is gone
1: the juice is gone you gotta you gotta refill it with pee wet but they don't tell you that that's the secret <laughs>
2: they don't tell, that's what they don't want you that's, to know folks <laughs> just turn your phone upside down you just into the charging yeah, you just, port you just
1: get a little syringe or a little pipette fill it with uh-huh. pee wet and then put it right into the lightning connector that's and why they're trying phone, to remove the lightning connector there they will, don't want there will you be a
2: problem because when your phone turns on it's gonna have the siri is gonna the voice assistant is gonna mm. have a Wigan accent <laughs> so
1: <laughs> you're gonna call up siri and instead of being like a polite female voice you're gonna be like raw i tell you what <laughs> <laughs> bother <to> me again
2: <laughs> <laughs> so um, we, we're got, we're trying to remember to plug our Patreon These because days we're actually they'll throw putting you in things jail
1: there. for using Siri.
2: <laughs> <laughs> These days they'll throw you in jail just for subbing on Patreon.
1: It's true. They will. However, you should still do it.
2: You should, you should do it. Take the risk. Or you should go, go to, uh, uh,
1: I always forget. Do we, do we put the link in our show notes or do we have <laughs> no, to look? Okay. Forget. It's, it's com slash good stuff and you can sign up there um we uh put up uh what was it, two weeks ago we put up a, one of our special episodes our pop-off episodes um and there are more planned i'm planning on one about the uh breakup of the bell system with uh returning guest liz um i want to do I'm, one I've,
2: I've got another one i'm going to record i think maybe today if i have some time mm-hmm. um i've got yeah, another so... one i
1: want to do about the liner at some point um, We've got a whole list. There's a surprise of episode that Aaron doesn't know about, except that he will need to participate. That I'm very much looking forward to. We uh, keep
2: having to put it off because of bowel problems. Yeah, um, on both our parts. <laughs>
1: yeah, I scheduled the first one, and then I felt terrible that day, and then tried to reschedule it. And you said, "Well, now I feel terrible," so I perhaps that's a sign, and maybe we shouldn't record it. But I think it will be very fun. So.
2: I'm getting to the point where we have to do it because I have to know what it is. And yeah. like now it's to a point where I'm go- I feel like I'm gonna be disappointed because I I can't
1: like I, I can't, don't like, I'm think that will be the about- case.
2: <laughs> okay. Good. Well now I'm now I'm extra excited. Okay. Um so go to the Patreon. It's only it's it's cheap. But like, what is it? What is it? It's like five dollars a month.
1: Five five American dollars a month. Five U.S. American dollars per and month. And you
2: get you get extra stuff from the whole podcast. We even network. make
1: it. I mean, this is the thing is is Chris has done a great job. He's named the lowest tier super supporter so that it sounds like you're actually at like the luxury trim level.
2: Yeah. It's yeah. it's a
1: great it's a great like uh uh you know psychological thing I like that he's done there, right? Like it's not you, listen, you've you're on the lowest trim level of the car, but we're calling that the deluxe trim.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is this is pretty good. So get in get in on it. Get in it, there, we'll you can access to there. not
1: just our special <laughs> episodes, but all of the special good stuff episodes. You can you um, can
2: hear stuff from midnight snack, you can hear stuff from uh um just crosstalk or
1: yeah we did a few uh, crosstalk episodes uh where different hosts talk March. you know and there will be more special content you also get access to the discord where you can go in there and yell at us about how we're wrong about things or whatever you know yeah no. to your yeah. heart's content yeah uh, and That's I, actually I will the listen feedback we love the
2: most yeah so just go in there and tell us how we were wrong uh especially Andrew right <laughs> direct direct <laughs> most of that at him um Speaking of being wrong,
1: the Lincoln Project. (laughs) Excellent segue. I was not expecting that.
2: (laughs) We've got some follow up on them. Uh, We've talked about the Lincoln Project before. It's former Republicans, like never Trumpers, laundering their
1: reputation, collecting checks um which is just yeah. sort of their whole thing really i mean who saw this coming um yeah now there it it appears um axios reports that they are in talks with united talent agency to build out lincoln media uh and sort of um start a sort of podcast networky type thing in the vein of crooked media uh which is great i i know i know that i i assume that you are also as excited as i am to tune into the debt cast every week Hosted by like <laughs> George Conway and Bill Crystal. They're gonna start out the <laughs> podcast while like reading the current debt total. You know? Okay,
2: for real. Until recently, I subscribed to the Bill Crystal show on YouTube. Oh no. Um <laughs> I cause I hate myself. Right. Uh he he had it was like a conservative Tavis Smiley, like it was just a or, or who's that other guy, that PBS talk interview show Oh, uh, The guy that got me
1: too'd. Uh, oh, Charlie, Charlie Rose,
2: Charlie Rose. It was like a conservative Charlie Rose, like the same, like back black background, like, mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. but it was like, you know, Bill Kristol interviewing people. Mm-hmm. And I used to watch it all the time. Um, just because I hated myself. Uh, I just wanted to be in the know. I'm not excited for, for more of that. That's basically what apparently it be.
1: Uh, this is upsetting to me. They already have a podcast, which is, yeah, oh, yeah. and they have. And they have LPTV on YouTube, uh, which we already includes a, two two shows.
2: We should start our own media company that's, like, opposed to them, called, like, the John Brown Media Company or something. Mm,
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> you know? Yeah, right. Just get on there and spit hellfire. Well, it's sort of start sad that problems. they
1: co-opted Lincoln for this, but, you know, what can you do? It is. Yeah.
2: It is sad, because cause Lincoln was probably the most... Uh, revolutionary president. Yeah. <laughs> but, but uh, yeah. you
1: know, super excited for having to deal with that for the next like four to eight years. I wonder what they're yeah. going to do if Trump win- wins.
2: Oh, I mean, I I feel like they've got it. E- they've got it either way. They can, if Trump wins, they can just continue their same shtick.
1: That's true. That and doing. then if Biden wins, they'll just be like, um, you know, you promised us that you wouldn't do like anything good yeah so stop hold it
2: biden accountable right yeah because they'll be like we're your constituents it would be it would be norm-breaking
1: to expand the supreme court here's why biden shouldn't do it etc cetera, etc cetera. yeah yeah it's it's great that uh, i can just sort of predict with 100 percent certainty <laughs> very... what the media landscape will look like you know in the next yeah. year i it's can write all the hard. articles myself yeah it's great
2: um Speaking of hard, sorry, that's not a good transition. No,
1: this is um, uh, Scott Galloway. Scott Galloway, who is a blue check mark on Twitter and prof- professor at uh, UCLA and Berkeley, I guess. I don't know something like oh Professor Marketing Precidive- at NYU Stern. Um, yeah. cool thing. He he tweeted a photo of him holding up his mail-in ballot, and he said, "Whenever I do this, I think of Flight 93 (parentheses 9/11). How did the passengers decide whether to rush the cockpit slash hijackers and attempt to re- retake control of the plane? They voted. And um, I was generally not sure if this was an endorsement of voting or an anti-endorsement of voting.
2: I literally cannot. I can't, tell. I can't.
1: I'm not sure.
2: <laughs> yeah somebody if, if 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 professor scott if you're listening let us know yeah please explain it to us this is just
1: i mean if you want to make like a pro voting thing like there are so many other better examples to pick I Just
2: like everything's got to be tied back to nine eleven. yeah
1: i don't which is I don't hilarious
2: because like so many people have died in this pandemic
0: yeah we've yeah. had
2: like tens of 9-11 like
1: (laughs) Mm
2: -hmm. Mm -hmm. it does not escape
1: me as well that he's voting from west palm beach florida very cool right very cool um anyway thank you scott for that um in some other news um Uh, more airplane news more airplane is um berlin's new airport has finally opened and this is a big deal um, so the, the, I have to give its full name, Berlin Brandenburg Airport, Willy Brandt. It's named after Willy Brandt. Uh, if, oh, okay. if you remember our, uh, Berlin wall episode from about a year ago, Willy Brandt was the, uh, uh, mayor of Berlin at the time that the Berlin wall was constructed and then became chancellor of West Germany and things like that. They named the airport after him. Um, they've been working on this airport since 2006 and it finally opened. Oh, um. It, so that's why it's a big deal. Um, it's been ongoing for a very long time. It was supposed to open in 2011. Uh, and then they just have had like consistent issues. It seems primarily with like the fire alarm and security system. Uh, and uh, just, I guess we're finally able to sort it out this year. Just
2: in time for us to be able to use it, right? Or- right. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Um, it's sort of remarkable, too, because they sort of cheated uh, because Berlin-Brandenburg Airport is quite literally directly south of Schonefeld Airport, uh, and in fact, it reuses one of the runways and the terminal building of Schönefeld. Um They did build new terminals and new airports, but like... Um, you know, and then they said, like, oh, well, this is a different airport. It's like, okay, that's like adding an addition to your house and then insisting that it is, in fact, a completely new house. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not sure that I totally buy it, but whatever. Um, but yeah, it is officially open as of literally today, the 31st of October. Um, I believe the first flights uh, landed just a couple hours ago. Um, and so uh, Schoenfeld has already shut down because it's the same airport. So they just changed the name and symbol and said, uh-huh. oh, this is this is Berlin-Brandenburg now. And then the other airport uh, that remains operational in Berlin, which is Tegel, uh, will shut down on the 8th of November. Uh, so things are getting moved from, from there to uh, Berlin-Brandenburg. Berlin-Brandenburg notable because it's technically outside of Berlin. In the south, it's sort of away from the city um, where the noise pollution is less of a concern. Uh, things like that. So, very interesting and exciting. Brings an end to this uh, more than decade long saga. Uh, a boondoggle. Um, mm-hmm. I'm surprised they finally got it done. To be honest, it seemed like one of those things that they were just gonna like give up on and be like, "Well, we tried."
2: <laughs> I think the thing I look forward to the most, if I ever get to use this airport and I'm gonna meet someone there, mm-hmm. is that I get to call them and I say, "Yeah, I, I, yeah, I'll wait." I'll wait by the Brandenburg Gate, mm. and, <laughs> and and they'll be like, like no, an that's not <laughs> gate, <laughs> right? <laughs> and that's a. I don't know if you know that Billy Bragg song. That's like a <laughs> right when you have to well, explain. So, see, the thing that's is, you'll be you know meeting someone
1: good. presumably who's German, so they'll just be like, "Er, that's so not funny. That so is just incorrect." <laughs> You're yeah, not at the Brandenburg totally. Gate. You're at the gate of the Brandenburg Airport. It is different.
2: Uh, sorry. Someone just walked into my room to hand me something. Um, oh, it's an ad. Oh, uh, we've got a new ad read here. Uh, play that, play that sweet ad music. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Have you ever, have you ever wanted to buy a new mattress, but you you think that's expensive? Didn't I just? Didn't I? I bought this like three years ago, but it was like several thousand dollars. Yeah. Uh it, it seems like too soon to spend that much money. Right. Um yeah. But you you're it's not that comfortable anymore, you know? Mhm. Um so we're, we're 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 selling today a a new a new way to think about mattresses. And it's a company called Sleep Cycle subscription Mattress You know, there's
1: just not been very much disruption in the mattress space, I think we can all agree.
2: Right. So we're here to provide right. that. Um sleep right. cycle. Sleep cycle. Um what what sleep cycle offers is a monthly subscription mattress service. Okay. So so you buy a mattress, you get you get a new mattress delivered to you
1: every month. Oh. See, now, I thought it was just going to be like a monthly payment plan, but you're switching out my mattress every month.
2: It's a new mattress every month, That's so you exciting. always get to sleep on a new mattress. This
1: will force me to change my sheets that often, at least as well, which is it's a, it's wise. all see
2: it's also a, also a public health right and a cleanliness yeah uh, thing. Now um,
1: uh, we do they do destroy the mattress after you've used it for a month because it would be unsanitary otherwise. So. Yeah. C- yeah.
2: Correct. Yes, mm-hmm. and they do recycle the boxes that the mattresses are shipped in. Right, you'll be happy to
1: know. Yeah, um, but not the mattress. I
2: don't know what they. I don't know what they do with
1: the mattresses. They, yeah. d- they didn't say it. It's Not here on the paper. Um, I think they might set them on fire, but you know, it's probably the, fine. <laughs> the, the,
2: now these are not these are these are not super high quality mattresses. You might may ask how 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 is this affordable? Mm-hmm. Well, what they do is they reduce the quality of the mattress. So it's a low-quality mattress that will only be good for a month.
1: Right. Yeah. After a month, you'll start noticing like the indentation of your body. in.
2: But you don't have to worry because you've got a new one right on the way. Yeah. Right. And I think this is really the best way to do mattresses.
1: Yeah. I mean, we all love the disposable culture of America. I don't own any plates. I just eat off of paper plates and I throw them immediately in the trash. Right. same with cups, yeah, I mean, same with forks, knives. If I like get that. my
2: toilet dirty, I just throw it out and I get a new toilet. Yeah, I use same a new
1: thing. toothbrush. I, you know, I unwrap it from the plastic every every evening. Mm-hmm. It's more mm-hmm. sanitary that way, you know? It is. It's it's yeah. very important for me to always be using something new. I use a new phone every month as well. That's mm-hmm. a that's an option. Actually, you have to put in a secret code into the Apple Store app to get that option, the monthly upgrade plan, but you can't is do that, it.
2: Is, We'll talk, let's talk about that at the show.
1: Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I'm on the 13th. Sleep
2: cycle. Uh, better nights, uh, Better uh, a month at a time. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> you, you got there.
1: <laughs> That's what she said. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Speaking of things that are preposterous, um, <laughs> the media bias chart.
3: Uh,
0: version <laughs> 6.0 a,
1: October 2020 edition <laughs> Love a bias chart. Um this is a chart that someone has inadvisedly posted to Twitter. Um and it is certainly a chart. Um it looks as though an engineer made this because it simply has far too much information. Um but this is meant to be it's a like sort made of made in Viso. Yeah. <laughs> this is like a it's meant to be like a political compass type thing but for like news uh-huh. sources so the axes are reliability and then left right bias. Um, It is somewhat remarkable that there are way more like the the right wing sources are a lot more to the right than the left wing sources, which I think is actually probably a correct observation. Um, But it's interesting that that just sort of is not really noted here. It's like, hmm, I wonder why all the right wing sources are more ideologically extreme than the left-wing sources they i wonder do, if that I could mean, be a problem they do have the
2: economist like pretty much dead center which is they uh, do uh, i mean that's the, we're bearing the
1: lead here which is that this chart is 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 bad and wrong this is in garbo poo poo bad bad yeah i mean they've got a lot of sources in the center and i'm like
2: hmm
1: yeah um did we say then, the
2: axes the axes are bias left and right right reliability more <clears throat> or less
1: yeah and so they've got stuff that's, like, highly reliable. Like, they have TMZ as, like, relatively reliable versus, like, um, you know, like, the daily cost. And I'm like, I don't know about that. That's not really TMZ's <laughs> thing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, it's, I mean, at least they've got InfoWars down here at the very bottom of Unreliable. At the very
2: bottom. Actually, natural.news. I don't even know what that is.
1: I don't know what that is either, and I don't plan to find
2: out. Before it's news. The very bottom of bias is worldtruth.tv, which is underneath Inquirer. Yeah. It's Uh, interesting
1: because that's down at the bottom is, like, extremely unreliable, but it's also vaguely near the center. (laughs) Like, way more near the center than InfoWars, so... That's interesting. Is it just it's like equal near- opportunity fake news?
2: <laughs> it's more near the center than real clear politics.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Weird. Yeah. Yeah.
2: This is. They've also it's got not reason. Bad, it's reason weird.
1: magazine as like a relatively reliable source in the mixed reliability section, uh, which, uh, yeah, I don't know about that.
2: <laughs> One of the most left. Uh, biased is is Jack is is Current Affairs.
1: Yeah, which is kind of funny. <laughs> I, th- I mean, they must have just controlled F for how often you use socialist on your website, and then and yeah. then like been like ah well there you go. I mean the stuff that's I, at I, the I, center and most reliable is like AP, Reuters, UPI, Bloomberg's on Detroit
2: there. Fr- hey, Detroit Free Press.
1: Yeah, um, would not. Rate that as neutral to be honest, but uh, go Deseret off Deseret News, yeah. Deseret News, yeah, is- <laughs> uh uh-huh. yeah, they might as well put the Babylon B right there with it, you know. <laughs> uh. oh, yeah.
2: oh, I just don't see the fact that CNN is like skews left, you know, yeah, CNN skews left to the same over. degree as Vox. <laughs> That's just not
1: true, and yeah, at all. Mm. Uh, where's the Daily Mail on here? Is that on here?
2: The Daily Mail is down in, oh, it's da- sort of like in the center. How is
1: that not more right? I, that doesn't make any sense to me. Anyway, this is, a, yeah. um, I think this, this was. This is just,
2: if, if you need something to be mad about, click this link in the show notes.
1: Yeah, this is like, graphic design is mad. my passion. Um, <laughs> It's funny that someone would make a chart called like the media bias chart and be like, here it is. I have absolutely no bias at all. This is the correct chart. <laughs> You know, it's like there's make, there's no self-awareness it seems.
2: We should make a a a chart
1: of chart biases of mm, all the different yeah, charts. Yeah, ch- a chart alignment chart.
2: <laughs> chart alignment chart.
1: This one is chaotic evil. <laughs> <laughs> speaking speaking it really of charts.
2: Yeah. Um I was I was thinking about lately a time when I was when I was like this 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 moment in my life. Sorry, I gotta write down because I'm pretty sure it's gonna be the show notes or the the show title. Chart alignment charts, but I'm mm-hmm. I'm having a problem. Put that down there. Put that charts, in the show. Chart notes. alignment um, charts. Chart alignment charts. I was. Uh, were you ever into personality tests? Because I was oh, sure. mega into yeah. personality tests.
1: I feel like it's and, a teenage thing when you're trying to figure out like who yeah. you are, and so you you don't have the words to explain yourself so you go and seek out you know something could
2: that could the computer tell me who i am yeah
1: the computer <laughs> can give you something that's especially essentially like a horoscope for your personality but you know.
2: i feel like that's what these charts are that's what right. made me think of this yeah but like the you've got all the different personality tests and i've taken them all and i i spent like a long i think the years 18 to To like twenty two of my life Mm -hmm. were the big personality test years, Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. that was like the the one of the lenses through which I saw everything at that time of my life. Right. We had the Myers Briggs, which
1: is like um that's the classic, yeah,
2: probably the classic. uh, MBTI.
1: I I I also had the uh the the what was it the Kiersey Temperament Sorter, which is like an improvement on the MBTI. It has the same Mm -hmm. basic types, but I guess it evaluates you slightly differently.
2: Um, uh, myers briggs what was I uh, uh, an e, i was like an, uh, they they could never decide whether it was an e or an i whether i was an introvert or extrovert yeah, i was like an i n f j or p i was an i n f p mm-hmm. yeah um and then there's the enneagram which mm-hmm. is like the myers briggs for dummies oh, okay that, I, that just, one just I'm gives not heard everyone of. that just gives everyone a number and it's like four thousand questions oh, that's interesting um we should make yeah, one of these I'm where a...
1: you go to a website and you click some boxes. It doesn't matter what you click. It just returns, you are a pee-pee-poo-poo boy. <laughs>
2: the pee-pee-poo-poo test. Yeah. See if you are pee-pee-poo-poo. Right. <laughs> the, do you remember the color code?
1: No, I've not heard of that one either.
2: It sorted everyone into like four Is that four like the handkerchief code thing? <laughs> no. <laughs> 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 what, color what code personality your, profile. You're okay,
1: The Hartman personality profile, sometimes known as the people code, boy, that doesn't sound fascistic at all, (laughs) Uh, divides personalities into four colors, red motivated by power, blue motivated by intimacy, white motivated by peace and yellow motivated by fun. Interesting. I was
2: a I was a blue with the with a little bit. You were yellow. blue.
1: Yeah, it says that most people are. You know, bada
2: di bada da. They're mostly
1: blues. Blues comprise thirty five percent of the population. Reds twenty five, and whites and yellows twenty percent. This is just racism, is what this sounds yeah. like. <laughs> <laughs> it kind While of is. Some blues are the majority. the The reds and the yellows and the whites are in the minority. Well, like
2: all of my friends in like my church group, like took this th- test one night as mm-hmm. like an activity. Mm-hmm. And then, like for like three years, it was like, "Well, you would say that you're a red, like, <laughs> right?" Which it's I a bet way, it's was a new and real... exciting
1: way for you to discriminate against <laughs> others.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's what it was mostly used for in that context. it's a sense. sequence
1: of commitments for blues. They thrive on relationships and willingly sacrifice personal gain. Blues are highly demanding perfectionists. They can be distrusting oh. and worry prone. They are complex and intuitive mm. and can be very opinionated. This is just a horoscope that's the thing
2: (laughs) that's what almost all of these things are they're just like they're just different ways of making people feel that yeah i am an interesting person
1: right because there's not i mean there's like it's not as if any of these traits are unambiguous or you know any of these like categorizations are unambiguously bad or good they're just like different right which i feel like the mbti is probably the most useful in that like you you know you're introverted extroverted this one this color thing where it's like oh reds are action-oriented asserted confident decisive determined and it's like blues are steady ordered and it's like these aren't these are just different words for the same thing
2: (laughs) these are like synonyms right
1: yeah (laughs) it's like there's not really a distinction here (laughs)
2: My favorite personality test, though, and this is what the what kicked it off, Mm -hmm. was the Spark. Do you remember the Spark? It was a website. It was like
1: I don't know this at all. Oh, Hmm.
2: it was almost like a I don't know. There's this article I've shared from Slate. You can read about it, but it's basically like um, the predecessor to MySpace,
0: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm.
2: but it was based off of. Tests like personality tests mm-hmm. that you could take, and they were super, super wacky. Yeah, and so, and they would have like, like you know, what, what's your like, it, it, you know, like th- it had it was like teenagers taking this. This was like the MySpace generation, and they were taking like, oh, what's your kink, like kind mm-hmm. of tests. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I think I wasn't cool every enough. Every question to, you to had this. to Google. In in order to understand Right, you're like, what is question. that? And then you're
1: like, I don't know. Do I like that?
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I've never even thought about that before. Um so yeah, there's like just like it had it was really wacky questions and it was not like um it was not scientific in any way, shape, or form. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. uh everyone would take it and love to see what kind of person the other people turn out like, to be. Like a
1: percentage.
2: No, it's like different types. Like okay. di- usually the tests would be like, you're a banana, you're a hot dog, you're a like, you know, some sort of category of a person like with a mm-hmm, little mm-hmm. interesting thing.
1: It, I mean, it but was But this is I mean, these are like BuzzFeed quiz type, you know?
2: Yeah, 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 yeah. exactly. Yeah, there's a lot like BuzzFeed quizzes
1: um, that purport to but, tell you something about yourself. Yeah.
2: But what's crazy is this turned into Sparknotes. What? Hmm. Okay. <laughs> this is, so like spark uh, notes were like part of it okay and then it like once they realized, like oh this is like way more useful and well, interesting we can make money they... <laughs> off of Turn that, into spark notes in, uh
1: that's yeah huh huh <laughs> uh, yeah indeed so, the spark.com redirects you to sparknotes.com how about that they seem yeah. to have purged this test from their website i wonder why that could you be you can't
2: you can't find the spark like any uh you know it
1: seems to be that they they have purged you can only find like mirrors or you know reimplementations of it can't find yeah. the original thing anymore Hmm.
2: it's it's pretty wacky uh but that was like a huge huge time of my life, and you know, I think like it says a lot about me because it kind of like
1: <laughs> the the danger i suppose is is of um you know like credulous teenagers um taking this sort of thing seriously. You know, yeah, there is a danger. In yeah,
2: that. it's just like you're looking for ways to understand the world right. because, like, the world is confusing and complex, and it's very hard to think on that level. And so, if you can just develop all these little shorthands, mm-hmm. um, which I mean, I, I I get that in some sense, but that that kind of brings us to this last this last yeah thought. That you had,
1: yes. Uh, discrete thinking for a continuous world. Um, this was motivated by um, uh, Twitter discourse this week. Um, Alice, who who is of the podcast Trash Future, and well, there's a problem. Uh, and a trans woman is a prodigious Twitter user, and as just just by being someone who uses Twitter and is a trans woman and is in the UK, just gets like a whole bunch of transphobic. <sighs> mentions and all that (laughs) and uh, she really gets it's just sort of remarkable the people who are attracted to her like moths to a lamp um but there was one guy who was all up in her mentions this week um and his whole thing was just loudly insisting um using big words big science words um that in fact like Nature has ordained that there is male and female. And even where there may seem like, you know, there's like a, um, you know, like a genetic uh, mutation or whatever that might make it seem like there are intersex people. You can, in fact, determine what sex they're supposed to be. And therefore, you know, it is it is an actual binary and there's male and female and you can ultimately sort everyone into those two categories. And I just got to thinking about how sort of ridiculous this thinking is. Because the world isn't like that. There's no... Nature is not simple. There are not little buckets. We invent the buckets to make things easier for ourselves. They're all abstractions. Well, we invent
2: invent the abstractions, we invent the bucket, and then we assign meaning to the bucket.
1: Right, exactly. (laughs) So, you know, like, someone will say, like, oh, you know, well, someone with, like, two X chromosomes and a Y chromosome is intersex, and he'll be like, no, they would be considered male. And it's like, but like you're making that like you're that's you're placing them in that bucket because it's easy for you that's not a bucket that they like were preordained to be in right things like yeah and to
2: what end to what end are they like in that instance to what end to what end are they male what what does that mean right what what are the the outcomes of that does that mean you're determining uh, their style of dress and their behavior and their sexuality yeah. and their like there's all these other things you've attached to this reduction and, and there's this confusion as well um,
1: with inflating or conflating like observation and assignment you know right. like you can say you know it's like well um, you know we would consider that sort of person to be male and it's like no you're assigning them that you're not observing that you're saying oh well if you meet these criteria then you are then therefore and it's like that's a that's a rule that you've made up that's a box you've invented that you're putting stuff in um and this is just i don't know i I surmise that this person must be an engineer because this is the sort of thinking that engineers have to do because we have to deal with (laughs) a world we have to simplify things to get them to work we can't um you know we can't work in the sort of continuous space because it is an infinite space and you simply cannot you know um like this is the thing. If you try to convert analog signals to digital signals, you lose fidelity because the analog signal, you know, like an analog sound wave has um, frequencies that go all the way up to infinite frequencies, and our technology, our instruments can't e- can't capture those those frequencies that high, and so you lose. Otherwise, you lose they fidelity. would just
2: be they would just be the same thing.
1: Right, exactly. So this is like... You
2: would not get a size reduction. You would not be able to do more with it, you know?
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> the thing here is like a square wave, which, you know, in a continuous space is just like an on-off wave. If you look at that on like an oscilloscope, you'll see a bunch of wiggliness, and that's because there's these there's this fidelity that's lost of these very high frequencies where it transitions. And that's I just think of that sort of thing that like we come up with the ab- these abstractions because they're necessary for us to to exist in this world where things are not easily categorizable but we get so used to them that people then just assume that like that's how it's always been you know
2: that's reality right you know and it's yeah. thinking
1: of you know you think of like a, a normal distribution Um, you know, like a bell curve, but then you, and then people simplify that into buckets. Right. But then you just get the idea that those buckets are how things work. You know, it's like, Oh, nature has ordained that there's male and female. It's like, no, well, first of all, male and female are words that humans invented, you know? Yeah. (laughs) And, and thinking back on all of this and this sort of, I mean, you can tie this into the personality test too, where all you're trying to do is sort people into buckets as you see. Um, you know, it's like, oh, introvert or extrovert, you know, thinking and, or and, feeling, judging or perceiving.
2: <laughs> yeah. And these things like these simplifications can have their uses in certain contexts. Like, um, say you're like a dog breeder or a plant breeder or you're you're studying insects or something. But when you try to apply this way of thinking, this very mechanical and simplified way of thinking, to like a human being Mm -hmm. and to like their cultural presence or their worth or right. It's, it's one thing to use it,
1: you know, as in like the construction of a device, right. Or something like that. (laughs) But for, you know, when someone says, you know, Hey, I don't identify as a man or a woman. And you say, well, no, that's not how that works. You know, (laughs) you're not, you're not being good or clever or, you know, smart. You're being a jerk. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah because they're you're they're being saying stupid. they're saying i would like you to expand your understanding to include a third definition that is neither of the two current definitions of things that we sort things into and you going well no those definitions simply like when the big bang happened those buckets were created and that's all we have and it's like no yeah. that's not how this works <clears throat> at all
2: and it's a shame because it it creates unnecessary conflict it 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 and it, and it causes you to miss all sorts of other things because there's something that i've really noticed working in a technical field but my background mostly being in a in a um you know what would be considered like a um what what's the word i'm looking for like a liberal arts kind of a thing right mm-hmm, yeah. where where you do deal in nuance and and, and right. things like that it is, is that you, you really miss out on the stuff that makes life right beautiful and meaningful and good mm-hmm. by engaging in that kind of stuff where you must turn everything into a machine and into a, a set of easily identifiable data. Everything must become binary and mm-hmm. straightforward and clear and simple. What, every time you simplify something, you take away something.
1: Right. Yeah. You always lose something <laughs> when you you're, when you you're try always to, losing something. Yeah.
2: And maybe that doesn't matter when it comes to, like, making an audio codec that converts audio, you know, into a digital yeah, a stupid form. sound clip. <laughs> like it and it's and it's missing something but guess what you you don't need that nuance for for uh this excuse me right yeah <laughs> that's not the real voice of the voice actor who plays Hank Hill mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a digital recording that's like lost a whole bunch but it it's useful for the purpose but like when you get that mindset about dealing with actual people mm-hmm. um you just lose a lot of what makes life like worth living like yeah you start and
1: you start getting into like you know just yeah you stop thinking of of humans as humans and you start thinking them as uh, you know and you you start making it yeah you
2: dehumanize them and you make things harder for those people mm-hmm. and why would you do that what's right. the purpose of that
1: yeah what is i guess you know my ultimate thought in seeing this guy just have like a two-day-long meltdown about this sort of thing is just like why do you even care what is it how Who does care? it affect you yeah <laughs> why does it why does it matter to you what effect does it have on you as a person that someone you know wants to identify as a different gender well,
2: and I I can understand people's conflicts when they're confronted with something that comes from outside their way of thinking.
1: Yeah, um, I mean, I don't, you know, there's obviously like folks who are older that this stuff is like brand new for, right? But the, right. but and so but someone you got to give space to go for them online, to learn. But to go online and spend two days replying to people in Alice's mentions and being like, well, actually, you know, that, um, you know, uh, 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 you know, um, difference of chromosomes means blah, 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 X, Y, Z thing, big words, you know, it's like, just don't like go outside.
2: (laughs) Why don't you go play on the playground, you kid? It's more about asserting power, isn't it? It's more about. Well, and a feeling trying that you're, to control things. A
1: feeling that you're correct and they're wrong, which is by the way, another set of binary abstractions that you've sorted the world into. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, don't, the black it, it and white thinking, don't do it, folks. We don't love it.
2: <laughs> don't don't engage in that. Try to, you know, there's that corny ass uh John Green thing, but you know, it's like imagine people complexly. Yeah. You know?
1: I like that of his because I think yeah it's a somewhat concise definition and maybe it doesn't make sense. But the idea is, you know, you have to imagine people as people who are just as complex as you are. They're not NPCs, you know, they 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 have exactly yeah. as much complexity as you do, um, which is sometimes difficult to remember, at least in my case, you know, so.
2: yeah. Yeah, yeah. Th- I think I think developing empathy and that understanding for people is always good. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I think you have to be careful <laughs> to not turn that into that you're you cannot make judgments about people. Right. And right. everything's fine. Yeah.
1: You don't um, want to become too much of a credulous rube, I guess, at the same time. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Uh, once but, again, but I th- think it's a there's good a middle start. ground uh, that you must find yeah. it is not a binary. <laughs>
2: yeah. It's the true. only thing
1: that's binary is your computer.
2: Knowledge. I have no idea what I'm doing. I was not prepared for this. I'm trying and I'm learning. Thank you for your patience. There's so many mistakes I have already made, but I'm working to be better. And I think I'm gonna make it But for now I'll say I have no idea what I'm doing I have no idea what I'm doing